Hey everybody, welcome to the 4K Lowdown and Turner Fan 77 present by the numbers where we take new releases, we review them, and love them or hate them, we tell you what we thought. I am your host, David, a.k.a. the 4K Lowdown, and my co-host is... Turner Fan 77, a.k.a. Rich. What's going on, brother? We are the Faces for Radio, and that is what we're going to <laughs> name our podcast as we move forward, so... If you look for that in our bios and things like that, that'll be showing up very mm -hmm. soon. Um, brother, how you been? How was your week? Um, it, it, it's been shitty. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, no. um, a little stressed. Um, but things are back on track. I'm right at home where I should be on by the numbers. So that makes my day better because I love coming here. I love talking movies. I love our chats. Everybody that shows up. So yeah, man, everything's right right now. Good. Speaking of showing up, we got Stacy in the house. What's up, Stacy? Oh, Thanks up, so Stacey? much. How you doing, man? You finally caught a live yeah. show. I really appreciate you showing up, brother. And we got yeah, our we buddy really Spicy. It. What's, up, What's up, Spicy? Thank you so much. Special night. It is Thursday. It is. It's a special. It's a special Thursday night edition of By the Numbers because mm -hmm. yesterday, you know, we had another live stream that we were on. You unfortunately had to work. Yeah, I had to miss. So. That. So that left me alone to be roasted by Nate and Alex for weeks <laughs> of sex, um, about, about our show. But they do love our show. We love their show. Yeah, we do. So we like to do a lot of crossovers. But yeah, we did a, a nice, um, we called it the Flash Mob, where we all talked about the Flash. And uh, I'm donning the Flash garb tonight. So um, that's going to be one of the five movies mm -hmm. that we chose to talk about tonight. Um, and I got to say, I, I liked, I liked parts of all the movies um, that we did. There are, there, there are some, there are some tough watches. Oh man. There's in this one, group. I was there, like, there, there oh. were some tough watches. Um, and I know, and it's, it's really funny because um, your toughest watch was not my toughest watch. Cause I was, really? there was one where I really liked. Um, that I liked more than I thought I would, and you didn't like it. So we're yeah. gonna we're gonna get to talk about that. Um, but I mean, I, I would say you know two out of the five here, awesome. I was yeah. I was really impressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other three were ooh. Um, there, there's one I had higher hopes for. Yes. Because um, the trailer looks fantastic. The trailer looked yeah. The trailer looks great. Um, and I think I know which one you're talking about there too. I was, I was really expecting more out of it. And mm -hmm. actually I was expecting more out of all three of those and I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but there are, there were things that I liked, like I said, so uh, let's see. Spicy enjoyed the stream last night from the flash. Yeah. I think I remember seeing you in there. I'm going to check um, it out. Good to be here. Did get to the flash yesterday. Nice. Awesome. Um, so I, I got a new kitten for my son. Oh, I was going to say. I was yeah. not making as much noise. Yeah, here's my new kitten. Oh, a little orange tabby. Nice. Um, He wanted to name him. It's a girl. He wanted to name her Godzilla. Okay. Because he loves Godzilla. Um, so, yeah, if you hear her squeaking around, that's... Um, that's Godzilla? That's Godzilla. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah. So that's um, my special guest for tonight. Special guest, Godzilla. Welcome to the show, Godzilla. 
Oh, that's my toe, buddy. Can't do that. So I'm going to definitely check out the replay on uh, Geeks and Flicks. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Because from what I'm hearing, it was a fun and great show with great discussion. Because Nate yeah. and Alex always do good shows. I have not seen one show that I haven't enjoyed. Exactly. I agree. They they do Mr. great Energy stuff. level. Yeah. And we went... And we went two hours, and that uh, I think that's unprecedented for Nate and Alex. Usually, yeah. they they're really tight with their show. Yeah. Um, but we went over two hours because we just got to talking about it, and um, you know, there was another Alex in there. Uh, I finally got to see Evan face to face for the first time. I think that was the first time I've ever seen him. See, I've uh, only seen him once when um, he did uh, collect his collector's cave when Alex was doing that. Okay. Yeah, I missed that one. Yeah. But, but yeah, Stephanie was in there, awesome. and it was it was a lot of fun. That's what, buddy. All right. So as as we do, we take these five movies, we watch them, we score them, and we're gonna talk about them in order from five to one. How they are ranked by score. Mm-hmm. Um, and What's Harrison's up, on. What's up, Harrison? Thanks for joining us. So, so let's get to our number five movie, the lowest average score mm-hmm. of the two of us, and that notes. is Consecration. Oof. So, I am going to tell you something right now. Move myself. Um, I was before the show started. Before I logged in, I was trying to figure out. I don't remember watching this movie. I remember it being boring as hell. Um. Yeah, I don't know. This movie was just terrible. I am glad I didn't have to pay for this because I would have been pissed. I would have called Voodoo. I'd be like, "Hey, can you refund me? Because this shit sucked." Well, I bought it. I will say that is a great slipcover. That is a great slipcover. It is. Um. Okay. I I have I kind of liked it. I I had fun with it. Now, yeah, it's slow. It's like it's like yeah. molasses in winter, slow. But but before you get started, remember though, because me and him disagree on this. Yeah, all films are subjective. All films are subjective. Well, we'll put that. We'll put our part our thing up before. But before I do that, and before we talk about consecration. Let's talk about Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, let's do that. They take the audio portion of this podcast, of this live stream, and they put it out on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, Castbox, Radio Public, and Google Podcasts, all for free. They sponsor us. They take care of us. And as we get more followers, they're going to give us more sponsors. So eventually, there might actually be some money coming back. But we're not doing this for the money. We're no, we're not doing it for the money, film. but it it helps. Oh yeah, but, money always helps. But so so far, we we have yet to be paid. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, but that's okay. We're doing this for fun, and but we've got our voices out there for everybody to hear on their way mm-hmm. to work or whatever. So if you guys have Spotify, follow us on Spotify. Yeah. listen to our stream on your way to work or while you're you know exercising, the house, whatever. exercising. Get on the treadmill, whatever. And sometimes um, David goes 
he goes deep into Dave After Dark. And if you're having sex with your partner, put on put on, put us on. Put on that music. Get part. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dave, you know what? I, talk. I, I am here to help mm-hmm. with with all that. It's it can yeah. happen. See where you can be listening to us um making out with your partner. No, I'm like bam. That movie was really slow. <laughs> um with the Viagra <laughs> of little, um, little blue pills. Um, so concentration <laughs> was blah. 90 minutes felt like forever. It did. It um, did. didn't hate, but it wasn't great. Hey, you're a poet and you don't know it's yeah. spicy. Um, yeah, I I gotta agree there. It felt like it's only an hour and a half, but it felt a lot it longer. Did. It felt a lot longer. Now, this was in the theater. Um, and it made just under a million, like nine hundred thousand dollars in the theater. How um, much? Nine hundred thousand. So just oh. like, yeah, less than a million. I, and I, I don't remember this a, being where I live in Iowa. This I would have to drive to Iowa City, probably to see this movie in a little theater because they get some of these movies, not with the part of Iowa I live, because yeah. this would have never. Touch my daughter's theater or the theater, the town over. No way. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So Harrison says, feed those ducks. <laughs> um, Stace says, Dave after dark, the first sponsor Spotify gets. <laughs> <It's broken>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or hoping hymns. Uh, something hymns. Yeah. Hymns, <laughs> especially, or, you know, one of those, you know, with, especially with the hair loss and the male enhancement. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh, what's up, David and Rich? I know you haven't been paid, but we have all received great content. Oh, wait, talking about listening to you guys while making love. The show has gone to a new level. That's right. <laughs> we have, we've reached the new low yeah. here with, with the Faces for Radio. Um, I was never in yeah. CRU. Um, so, yeah, so in my theater, so we had two theaters in our town i say had because one closed down when Ooh. when regal like shut down like 100 of their theaters across the u.s one of those was the the second theater in you know in my area and that one actually showed consecration i actually had a free ticket to go see it but i never did it mm-hmm. because i was is like your theater eh, an AMC? Oh, what's that is your theater an amc regal oh okay no you said that i'll yeah, say we have we had two Regals, so now we have one Regal, and then I have one Galaxy that's reasonably, I mean, like an hour and a half away. Oof. Um, and then and then there's Fresno, which has all the IMAX and all that stuff, and that's two hours away. Oh damn! I don't even so, know if that's worth it. As an, I don't think it's worth it. I've got a I've got a free ticket for Dial of Destiny on IMAX, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go because it's two hour one way drive. Yeah. And um. But I've never, seen an, I've never seen an IMAX movie before, so. Yeah, me either. I don't know. I don't know if that's the one I want to pick to be my first IMAX movie either. Yeah. But, okay. So, yeah, Consecration made 900000 in the theater. It is on Shudder right now, you guys. So, if you have mm-hmm. Shudder or AMC+, you can watch this for free. And I, I think it's a streaming service people should check out. Exactly. I agree. Um. And I don't know if you noticed or not, because we watched, do you remember, you remember Influencer, right? When mm-hmm. we watched that, mm-hmm. they had, they were in the same house. 
in oh and this is the, in the other one um there's the same house i think it was no it was jagged mind it was and i just remembered that the house in jagged mind at the end was the same house from influencer oh i didn't know that yeah I was no, like, I well, oh, this house is familiar. And I was like, oh, crap, it's from Influencer. And I was oh, like, I oh, well, that. but Jagged Mine was on Hulu and Influencer was on Shudder. So that was kind of that was kind of weird, yeah. um, but not to not to stray away from this one. So um, <clears throat> let's let's go to some of our highlights. Let me pull my and um, up. I, I think I think this part's going to be really quick. Yeah. So your your highest score was a five. You were like fives and fours across the board. Mm-hmm. I actually gave a nine to the ending, and and I gave an eight to the wild card because I I did like it. It was creepy. It was. Um, there was a lot. There were a lot of these false scares behind people, mm-hmm. and and but and I I really liked the ending but they never explained it. Remind me. Um, where you get out of the car or no. Well, that, that whole, that whole bit, because you know, everybody's trying to attack her and they get, and they get stopped by some unseen force yes. and stab yes. themselves or yes. whatever. They show how all that happened, but they don't explain it. They don't, they just kind of show it. And you're yeah. like, I was like, Oh, that's cool. But why? How, how is this happening? Um, and then, but, and I did like the car. I did too. No, is uh, that the main star in this? Was she the girl from St. Maude? No. Okay. When I no. see her, I said, man, she looks familiar. Yeah. I didn't. No, she was, that's Jenna Malone and she was in Hunger Games. She was in the Hunger Games series. Oh, maybe that's why. For some reason, uh, I was thinking it was St. Maude. Yeah. See, I like no, Saint Maud more than I did this. I I did not like Saint Maud more than I did this. I, really? Yeah, I like I liked I liked this. I had fun with it, but yeah, I think it was it was really slow. Um, did Rich even watch the movie? It doesn't matter. Dude, uh, it, it'll be in his top five of the year. Oh fuck, Evan! <laughs> I watched this movie like two weeks ago. Evan, me and you, <laughs> me and you, buddy, right here. <laughs> <laughs> um but now I I watched it yesterday and and but yeah like I said there were I I thought it was creepy it, it yeah it moved at a snail's pace that was that was the, my my biggest problem with it but I actually enjoyed the movie You see this is where it goes back to uh it the was, discussion we had on earlier yeah. before we went live I mean I would rather us disagree, not disagree but have different opinions i'd rather have a discussion yeah i don't rather us not have the same opinion about every movie Mm -hmm. but i like it i like it when we have the same opinion but i i like like it when we have a difference of opinion that we can talk about it but i I saw by your score and i'm like oh rich didn't like this movie oh i did not like this movie at all um but i think i snorted myself awake at one point too (laughs) smack um (laughs) but yeah so you know jenna malone and danny houston um, Danny Houston was the priest guy. Um, and you might remember him. He was in 30 days of night mm-hmm. and, uh, he was Ludendorff in the first wonder woman movie. Uh, I, those two actors did a good job. 
Everyone else, I I completely forgot about. Maybe the mother superior, I liked her. Yeah. Um, the detective was a waste of time. Um, but I, I liked it with the ruins and the stuff like that. And they made this whole thing about this relic, and, and I liked how that came about. But it just, you know, the way they wrote the script and the way they did the story, I think failed. Yeah. Um, for me, so. This I could have, I could have given like this a way game. higher score if they'd have tightened it up and made it instead of and given more more jump scares and things like that as opposed to just creepy stuff with like things in the shadow and this and that you know give me a little bit more than that and um, make it I Do make you it remember- just make it exciting give me something just. You know, put something down to get the get the heart rate going a little bit, and that but that never happened. It was just like, oh, that was that was creepy. Oh, that was weird, and then okay, that was that was creepy, and then uh, yeah, that was creepy, and then oh, I like the ending, but why? Do you remember Hulu um, used to have this? I don't know if they still do it or not, but they used to have this series, but they was it was a movie series where they'd show horror movies or like genre movies, and. I think Devil was not Devil or some elevator movie was a part of it, but this movie kind of felt like this was kind of made for streaming. I don't know. This just felt like this would be in that Hulu series. Yeah, I can see that. It makes sense. There was a there was a part of me that wondered why this came to the theater at all. Yeah. This this seemed like something that was a straight to shutter. Yeah. Thing. But I don't I don't know if they saw something else in it that that we didn't, I didn't, I didn't think this was good enough to make the theater. And I guess neither did the public because it didn't even make a million bucks and I didn't see a budget on it. So I don't know how much it cost to make, but um, looking at, looking at the scores is, is interesting because IMDB gave consecration of 5.2 with 2,100 reviews, which I think was a little higher than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um. Rotten Tomatoes critics score forty two percent with fifty nine reviews. That's about right. That's about right because they don't they don't like horror movies or anything like that. Uh-uh. And then audience score thirty two percent with fewer than fifty. That's about right. So, not. Um, I'm like I'm way above those guys because they I don't know I saw something that they didn't but I I saw stuff that I liked. You gave this a forty seven, and I gave it a sixty five. So average score of 56. And that's why this takes the bottom spot, because even though this is probably my third favorite of the group, um, because because you had it so low. um, You had it so low at number five, the average score still ended up being it still ended up being the lowest score. Yeah, I, I like this better than Unwelcome and Jagged Mind. Oh. We're gonna have a disagreeing night. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the only one. I actually, I mean, for the other for the other ones, we're actually pretty close. This is the only one where our scores are, really? are vastly different. Oh yeah, there's a. I have other pictures. Not that it matters. Yeah, I mean, visually, it was a nice looking movie. I, I thought the you know, cinematography was actually yeah. pretty good. I think I gave it a seven. I mean, I still gave it five because it was yeah. more. You just, yeah, you just, you wouldn't give anything over a five yeah. for this. Um, 
<laughs> Rich ruining everything with his low scores once again. Oh man, Evan. See, I'm telling you, Evan, Evan knows what's up. He does. <laughs> he can read me like a book. He, he's like, yeah, you know, Rich is like, Dave picked this. Screw this movie. I'm giving it a low score. <laughs> um, why did Dave pick this? I gave a Three. low score to the my movie I picked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up, what's Mike? up, Mike? Uh, thanks for Where's jumping Mike? in, brother. Appreciate Toronto it. Toronto night at eight thirty central, maybe eight o'clock central my time. I'm not quite picking up. I'm not sure what time. We're doing uh, a Kevin Smith show, and we're watching Chasing Amy. Cool. Just a heads up. I I will not be there, but no, you will not. I will be there in spirit. Yeah, because I always support you, bro. Um, I will like to say I was good on Geeks and Flicks. You were good on Geeks <laughs> and Flicks, brother. <laughs> Everyone else was picking on you, Rich. <laughs> That's okay. I deserve it. I deserve it. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Evan Evan kept quiet. I was like, really, Evan? I, I was almost going to point it out. You should have I mean, called him out. I should have called him out on it. We know where's, where's the love from Evan because mm-hmm. he didn't say anything. But, I mean, you know. Alex and Nate were like we're like begging on you because we had Rich, but he he couldn't be here. It was just I want to watch the replay. I want to do it. Tonight. It was it was it was really funny. It was it was a lot of fun. And then they were like, I think he was. I think he they were trying to get you in trouble with me, um, which was hilarious because they were like they were like, oh yeah, he totally threw you under the bus and says all these picture yours and oh yeah, there um, was I did say that I, I will take credit for it. there was I forget what movie it was Nate commented. Oh, about you picking a movie that, that a trash movie because I rated it low or something on Letterbox, and I said this was David's pick. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan's a professional. He only picks on Rich to his face. <laughs> That's the way to do it, bro. That's the way to do it, Evan. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your professionalism. All right, let's move on to our number four movie. Unwelcome. Nope. Ooh, Jagged Mind. So our number our number four movie is on Hulu right now. It's called Jagged Mind. And this is one I had higher hopes for. Yeah, that's what I figured. The um, the trailer looked pretty good here. It did. But again, they don't. Um, and it wasn't like they didn't explain it. They kind of explained why or what's happening, but I don't know. It was stupid. It was. I'd have rather her just been a narcissistic B-I-T-C-H and abuser than um, well, the route they took. And Well, yeah, they, so I'm basically I'm calling this a supernatural thriller because mm-hmm. that's that's what it was. But the trailer doesn't behave like that the trailer mm-hmm. kind of leads me to think it's psychological yeah and i was like as a psychological thriller like a single this white female, good. yeah this this would have been good as a psychological mm-hmm. thriller um you, you start, you can't i don't, I don't it. say about it i was like i was i was liking it and then, and then I got bored really quick because it was uh-huh. doing the same thing over and over. It was really, rep- really repetitive. They really doing the same well thing. one too many times. Yeah, well, one? No, it was, 
after the third one, it was one too many times. They were like, it was over and over and over and over again. <clears throat> like the like the worst part of Groundhog Day. We'll be Groundhog's Day out of this. I know. <laughs> because I know you don't like Groundhog Day. Yeah. So I was when I watched this, I was like, why did Rich pick this? Because this reminds me of Groundhog Day. I, I didn't know it was like this when I picked it. I thought it was like we said, a straight up psychological yeah. thriller about someone. But, yeah, this was this was really interesting because they take um they yeah, basically take a, they take a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and they turn it into this this poor girl reliving this over and over and over. Yeah. And and then you know, like she's got amnesia. So yeah, I was like, okay, is this a chemical thing? Is this a you know how how is the the girlfriend for lack of a better word how is the how is the antagonist doing this to this yeah. girl and their answer was like they had they well, did just, they say they thought it was dementia at first yeah early well, they said because they, they her her mother had early onset alzheimer's yeah or something like that so they thought that was I thought, you know, that would have been cool. Yes. If if it was her early onset Alzheimer's and she was taking advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't mind the supernatural element. It was just like they just threw it in there because they yeah. didn't know how to they didn't know how to answer the question. Oh, very last minute. Yeah. Very like, you know, let's just do this. And mm-hmm. oh, okay. So and then it was this whole voodoo hocus pocus stuff. And I was like, all right. Whatever, I'll take it as it is. The, the main, the lead in this, I thought she did a good job. I thought, I thought all the actors in here mm-hmm. were pretty good. Um, there was one person I recognized, and that was the shaman, the, the witch doctor shaman yeah. guy. I yeah. recognize him from Heroes. I uh, oh, I recognize him from uh, uh, Marked for Death with Steven Seagal. He was oh. the main antagonist there. But I, I liked him, even though he just spoke Creole. For the, for the entire movie, um, I liked his character. I liked the acting as a whole on here from everybody. But yeah, again, it was just like all this stuff was happening, and I'm like, okay, I want something on the other end of the equal sign. And then the answer they gave me was like, what? Yeah. So the cat tap my foot. The cat's trying to get your attention. Hey, yeah. Godzilla just attacked Tokyo. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Toe, Kyo, get it? Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to rewind that a little bit. This bugs me about movies nowadays, and I know it's the era we live in, but mm-hmm. it really bugs me that at the beginning, before you, before the movie even plays, they put this movie. The container. disclaimer. Yeah. I You're talking about the disclaimer. It. Oh, yeah, yes. dude. I hate that. Just I let a movie like, be a movie. Yeah, I was like right off the bat, I'm going, really? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so guys, you know, like I said, this is on Hulu. Um, at the beginning of the movie, they put a disclaimer saying that this contains like, you know, bad relationship shit and like like some yeah. kind of Warning. advisement, like yeah. some kind of disclaimer that hey, there's going to be like relationship violence or domestic violence. And, you know, we're, we don't condone this, but we're just warning you that it's happening. And I was like, okay. And, yeah, that's the way society is now. I hate that. 
to try to, um, you know, so people won't get offended by stuff. Yeah. I don't and know. I'm, I didn't mean to get on my soapbox. It's just I something know. that bothers me. No, I, it um, bothered me too, bro. I, I, you got on your soapbox and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be right next to you on that soapbox because I agree with that. I think, it's I mean, art, whether it's good I mean, or bad. Sure, but and then yeah, bad art. It was, you know, it's you know, it's not Picasso, but no, you know, it's it's a movie. You're not. I, I'm if I'm offended by the material, which Rich has done to me, I, I'll watch the movie and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And I, and I gotta say, I was expecting, you know, by that disclaimer, I was me expecting too. this to be worse. Yeah, I was thinking, why was that there for? I mean, yeah, I was expecting like her to be constantly beating this girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And again, you know, if if it was about the Alzheimer's and stuff, I think it would have been better. I think it would have been better, you know, because she would have been like, "How did I get this bruise? Or how did this happen? Yeah, or that cut that same instead of the yeah these random cuts. How did Mm -hmm. these happen?" Um, like other stuff, like, oh, you have a, a spiral fracture of your wrist or you have this or that. And she's like, well, I don't know because I, I don't remember anything because of the Alzheimer's. I think that would have been, I think that would have made for such a, a better movie yeah. having it as a psychological thriller, as opposed to their, this supernatural made up crap that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I still liked parts of that supernatural <laughs> I just I'm not think, taking it away from that. I'm not taking it away from it. I just think it would have been better the other way. Me too. But we're honestly. So, all Go right. Ahead. No, let's let's take a look at some of our highlights. Pull my notes up. Um, let's see. Uh, your your biggest thing. So you gave an eight to the plot. So yeah, you liked the trailer. I gave mm-hmm. that a seven. Other than that, you're pretty much all um, sixes and fives, but another eight for the story. Mm-hmm. And I, I gave this story a six, I think, you know, because of what they did there with how they answered the question. I, I had some problems with that. Um, otherwise, yeah, we're fives and sixes. You gave a four to the music. I gave a six. Um, I gave sevens for acting and, and plot and ending because um, I liked how they ended, but I pre- it was predictable. Mm-hmm. Once once they answered the question, I kind of knew what was going to happen with the whole crystal thing and all that. But it's it's not bad. This one checking out. This is what I say. If you have Hulu, and if you have Hulu, check it out. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I I wouldn't I wouldn't go chasing for it, but if you're bored, you know, if you're bored, this is not. It's not a horrible watch. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, and I wanted to say that about consecration too. I liked the movie, but it's not good. Yeah. Same I here. Like the there were things that I liked about this, but it's not good. Yeah. Um. So, IMDb gives Jagged Mind a four point two, but only two hundred and sixty nine reviews. So it's very very few people have watched it. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics score 70%. I think that's really high, mm. but only 10 reviews and uh, audience score of 67%. Again, I think that's really high, but less than 50 mm. reviews. You gave this a 56 and I gave it a 59 for a total score of 57.5. And that takes our number four spot. 
Evan, he scored my pick higher than I did. So take it. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm coughing for some reason. Meow. Oh, before you can go on that, sorry. I loved your Cribs video. Guys, if you haven't seen his Cribs video, that's fucking cool. Go check it out, man. It is pretty fucking cool. I'm going to tip my cap to you. That was pretty good. Oh, thanks. Um, and I did that, like, spur of the moment and tried to edit it in time because they were like, um, they they put it on the Collector's Club. They were like, hey, could you do a video about the stuff that you collect for the Collector's Club? This is Mega Mike the Movie Man, Huck's mm -hmm. Pop Culture Cafe, um, Convicted Cinephile, and Tim Talks Talkies. They have this little group that they do. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool. So, Rich, when David rates low, it's because he knows best. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, I love you, brother. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Evan, I love you too, man. All right. But anyway, so yeah, so they asked me to do this video, make it like two or three minutes long. And I'm like, sure. Um, so I did this and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it like MTV Cribs and just kind of walk into the house and do the stuff mm -hmm. and show all the things. So yeah, it turned out pretty good. Um, it was pretty cool. I wanted, I want to do a, a better one, but I, I kind of liked it. So I was like, you know, I'm going to put that in as my, like when you first yeah. go to the channel, the first thing you see. Um, and um, yeah, so it was a, that was a lot of fun. And thanks, Mike. Yeah, be sure yeah, to hit that like button if you haven't already. Give that a, give that a slap. And um, also subscribe to both of us if you feel so inclined. Turn your notifications on so you can get more content like this. Uh, I have like I said, a couple more movie. But yeah, I thought she did a good job. Yeah. Um. I liked it for what it was. It's a it's a one time watch. I will never watch it again. Watch it um, again. Yeah, see, I would never go back. I don't recommend consecration. He does. Um, because yeah, I I honestly don't know if I would. I think I would see. I would see consecration again. Um, if I needed to fall asleep, maybe I'd put it on. Maybe put it on. Get a little, yeah. you know, get a little power of Christ, and then go to sleep. <laughs> Um, so, all right, so let's move on to our number three movie for this week. And that is unwelcome. There's some of this movie I liked. This I felt like I've seen this before. I don't, I don't know. There were, there were similarities to something else that I've seen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not sure what it. the deal is here, but, um, There was like, it was like, of course, the cast I recognize. Yeah. Um, more than I thought I would. I mean, I know Hannah John Kamen uh, from she was Ghost in the second Ant Man movie, mm. and she was also uh, in the series Killjoys, which I really liked. Um. So <laughs> Stacy, yeah, the Cribs was pretty epic. Needs to be a community challenge. Would be cool seeing a bunch of these. Oh, that's a cool idea, Stacy. Yeah, it is. Um, 
Oh, shit. Good thing the lid was on. <laughs> At least you didn't pull a Dave. Um, yeah. But the, uh, this was weird. I'm, I'm not going to lie. This was a weird movie. Mm, the trailer was good. Yes. That's another thing. I like the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer does not like... Um, doesn't doesn't really address what the movie is about, and I kind of like that. Yeah, red hats. That's what they were called, right? Red caps. Yeah, red caps. Okay. Yeah. So this actually had a, a theatrical release, domestic oh, and did? international, made a total of three hundred twenty-eight thousand. Wow. Um. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't even remember this being in the theater at I've all. I've never seen this, heard of this movie until you recommended it. Yeah. You bought this, right? I did. Nice. And there's the train. No yeah. slipcover on it, but but I bought it. I bought it for her because I like Hannah mm-hmm. John Kamen. I I like her. And it was funny when I watched the trailer, I'm like, oh crap, she's pregnant. She's not going to really fight in this movie because she's pregnant. Um, but she fights a little bit. Was she pregnant in real life? Yeah. I don't oh, know okay. if she was pregnant during this movie, but she was she was pregnant in real life. Oh, okay. Um, that would be interesting to know if she was actually... She looked like she was really I mean, pregnant. She did. If, if she's not, they did a good job making it look yeah. real. Because you know sometimes when they show pregnant, you're like, that's not real. Yeah, she's just got a basketball under there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. Um, can't tell. I'd have to. I'd have to go and look it up. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I would. I would say that she looked. She looked legit pregnant yeah. in the movie. She did. Um, she her walk even suggested she was yeah, pregnant. The way she sat down and got mm-hmm. back up, she she looked like she was carrying weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then, you know, when I, you know, I, I kind of like this. It was, Me too. It, like I said, it's still, it's not a good movie. It's not well-made. Um, it's got, and I hated her husband in this movie. Oh, he was, I a, I, he should have been dead. I yeah, would have killed I this. I was like, oh, you pussy. Yeah. You know, I thought, okay, now, you know, he's going to fight back. You know, and no, he doesn't. Um, dang it, I forgot to read the synopsis of the other ones. But um, so basically this reads, married couple Maya and Jamie escape their urban nightmare to the tranquility of rural Ireland, only to discover malevolent and murderous goblins lurking in the gnarled ancient wood at the foot of their new garden. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you're you're looking at this this cover and you can see the shadow. So basically, they're talking about red caps, and that's not leprechauns. That's you know they say goblins. A red cap is a gnome. Well, see, that's what I thought too. But um, so, and I guess maybe they didn't want to say it like that. But a red cap is a gnome. That's usually like when you have your gnome in the in the garden. It mm-hmm. usually has a red cap on. Um, all right, Evan, go have some dinner. I don't know about him staying on his bed, <laughs> but. At least he won't get in trouble if you're here. Yeah, if you're no, yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully we'll we'll see you when you get back, brother. But anyway, um, 
so basically they're they're living in London and some dudes break in, beat the crap out of them while she's pregnant. And you know, but they don't lose the baby. Um, this guy's aunt dies in Ireland and leaves him the house. Mm-hmm. So they move to Ireland thinking, oh, it's gonna be more, it's gonna be more tranquil. We're not gonna worry about people beating us up. Um, crap like that. So they move here and they go, and then this this lady who is like, you know, you know, kind of a fixture in the town, she's like, Hey, your aunt used to leave offerings to the red caps, and you guys need to continue doing that. Otherwise, they're gonna start killing people. Well, and they're like, okay, you're full of crap, but all right, fine. Um, but you know, lo and behold, the red caps are real, stuff's going on. Um, then you have the help that yeah. comes to help fix up the house. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that with that family. Yeah. But this, they this movie really grossed me out. There's there is some great gore in this yeah, movie. There was, but this is not gory what I'm talking about. No. Isn't that dude that's taking a shit on yeah. the toilet? And he and, takes and, their vibrator and he's melting and, he, and, he, and he and he licks it. Oh, he licked, I thought he sniffed it. No, he sniffed it and then he licked the tip of it. Oh, that was <laughs> I, was I was like, like "Oh, you what? bastard!" And and he and the and the basically he just leaves it in the toilet. He doesn't even flush. He just leaves yeah, it there. He didn't because <laughs> the wife comes in and goes, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> flushes the toilet." Yeah. Uh, oh man. And then then you had is it Hordor from Game of Thrones? Um, you really sympathized with this dude. Until that one scene, yeah. Oh, like, oh, the, oh, and that's the the big one. Yeah, the, the special needs Thrones. brother or whatever it was, yeah. the big giant one. Yeah, I I've never seen Game of Thrones, oh, okay. so I don't know. But, but yeah, you yeah you sympathize with the with the guy because you think oh he's you know yeah. he's m- mentally challenged mm-hmm. and his basically being abused by his dad. Yeah. So she so she's trying to befriend him, and then it goes off the rails, yeah, like really quick. And you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and then, this and then they don't show anything. All of a sudden, she appears back at the house, yeah, like like something happened. And I'm like, "Okay, what what happened?" Yeah. Um, and then they kind of show it later, but <clears throat> interesting. I I like some of the risks they took here. I do too. And I enjoyed, I didn't enjoy the dialogue. I think the script is really low. Um, but the practical effects are good. Yeah, the goblin or red caps. The red caps are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they were CGI. Oh, I thought they were practical. Yeah, I, I thought, no, there was a lot of CGI going on. I think the, I actually, actually read something about it. Or they did they did something like the the um the Snow White and the Huntsman where they took the they took the dwarves because they were actually regular sized people and they they made them smaller. So it was like um so the superbly capped crafted red caps were not puppets, they were played by actors, Paul Warren, Rick Warden, and stunt performers all wearing costumes and practical goblin heads. According to director John Wright, they were shot on double-sized sets, which gave the illusion of people who are half the size. 
oh, regular in the news animatronics to animate the leads. They added CGI motion capture faces. That was the that was the thing. So their faces were CGI. I mean, they looked good. I thought they did a pretty good job with the yeah. little knives and stuff. Mm -hmm. I I thought that was kind of cool. I I was like, okay, I kind of wanted it to go again. It was starting out to behave like a psychological thriller Ooh. to where like it was all in her mind because she was pregnant and all the stuff was going on. And I would have liked that. But then they flopped it and it was an actual like a monster type horror movie. Yeah. And I kind of like that. The only problem is the quality is not there here. Mm -hmm. But but I liked what they did with what they had. Did you like that old lady? In the Oh. The the <laughs> I guess the queen of yeah the, I didn't understand was that it was the baby the, that they took that was the baby they took that's what I thought spoiler spoiler alert they took <laughs> yeah, a baby. we don't know it's what yeah yeah but yeah. I don't I don't think this is a big deal to spoil <laughs> <This> <laughs> no one's not, gonna rush out to see this. This is not something to go chasing after. I mean, again, this is on um this is on Shutter. Shutter. Yeah. So you guys can you guys can watch this anytime you want if you got Shutter. Or if you're silly like me, you can buy I, I think I paid 12 for this. So I'm not I'm not disappointed. Bad. I'm not disappointed. For 12 bucks, it's not bad. For 12 bucks. I, I paid 15 for consecration, and I'm Oof. a little more disappointed in that. That's like ten dollars too much. Even even though I like, even though I like that one better, um, I thought Unwelcome would be one that I would watch again first. Most definitely, because it doesn't actually move that slow. It moves mm -hmm. pretty fast for what it it's is. Fast, it's not a long movie. What's up, Dell? What's up, Dell? I was just talking about in. our um, our show coming up, our high five next month. That's going to be a lot of fun. And also, I'm going to be on Movie Swap with Dell on the 17th of July awesome. on Dell's channel. So that's going to be a blast. I can't wait to do that. He's he's already picked my movie, but I haven't picked his yet. So <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going through to see which, which one I want to watch. Um, everybody's saying, hey, Dell. Let's talk about our highlights for Unwelcome. Oops. We actually, we actually both gave an eight to the plot. I thought the trailer was really good here. One of the best ones that we've done this week. Um, and then otherwise, a lot of sixes and sevens across yeah. the board. Acting, um, ending story, script. We're kind of either one of us has a six somewhere. And then I actually gave a seven to the wild card um, because I thought the practical effects and the gore were really good there toward the end. So that bumped yeah. it up a point for me. I ain't gonna lie, I did chuckle when they're coming in the roof, going after that family. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> knives down from the roof. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy goes ah, and it's like this. It's like a little. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I made me chuckle. Uh, that was that was that was funny. And, eh, and then the dude hit him with the club, knocked yeah. him into the bed, and he was all, uh, and then threw the knife at his leg. You know what? I do recommend just if you're bored and you have shuttered. This is this is the one I would recommend of those three. Yeah. This is yeah. the one that I think is worth more of a watch. I think it would be mm. more appealing to a wider audience. I think my opinion, I, I like consecration better, but I don't I don't think that would appeal to as many people. Okay. I think I think this is the one that I would recommend over all those three. 
just because yeah. it's got a different variety. It's faster. It's it's funny. It's there's good gore. It's got kind of a, a diverse thing to where mm-hmm. it's covers a couple of genres. So yeah. uh, this would be the one to watch. Oh, I'd love to though. Oh, looking at a couple of the that is a cool I did like that. Um there's some good cinematography here. Yeah. But this also reminded me of something else, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. And that was the point the end, the very end. I I think they went too far. With the gore and the blood. Well with the with the skull and the and the yeah all of, and you know, I was like, I I liked where they were they were kind of worshiping her, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, cool. And they could have like just brought him back and said, hey, you're just in time. And then look, I'm a, I'm a mom now. The red caps work for me, and I think that would have been cool. But yeah. then the whole the whole ceremony with the skull and the blood and stuff, I I, did, yeah. I didn't know. And then what? whatever the husband was doing i didn't know if he was crying or laughing or yeah shitting himself or maybe all the above because he was a fucking weenie um i didn't like he should have killed he should have been killed i he should have been he should have been killed in the beginning yes (laughs) yes because he caused that that was all his fault Mm -hmm. i should have killed him in the beginning but then they wouldn't you know she wouldn't have gotten the house so Otherwise, you know, should have been he should have been killed by the um by the guys who were fixing the roof, the family that yeah. killed him, and then and then let the red caps kill everybody, and then it's just her and the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he should and I was like, Man, I recognize that kid, I know who he is, and I couldn't place it. And then I remembered, like, right at the tail end, that he was in Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, and I was like, dude. And he was, I don't know how they, why they wrote his character like that. I I understand that not all men are masculine, masculine, um, myself included. Yeah. I'm, I'm very Metro, but that's that's so funny. Everybody used to call me metrosexual. Yeah. Cause I like to match. I'm very, I'm very Metro. I'm a, I like to cook. You know, as far as my family goes, I'm the nurse. I'm the one that takes care of the kids mm-hmm. when they're sick. Um, and then my wife's the handy one. She's the one that repairs the furniture and does the stuff. And then I do all the computer stuff and um, the electronics and things like that. So my wife and I have a great con- contrast, but it's kind of polar opposite. She's the one that likes the tools and the Correct. building stuff. And I like the, you know, I like the nuances and, you know, things like that. So but I would still be, I would still be better than what he did. Well, I'm protecting my family. Right. Any, I think anybody would. I think anybody would. I, I can't imagine anybody male or female. I, I'm not even, I'm not even discriminating here. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Would, he, he would family better than what he did. Right. He hit underneath uh, the fucking table. Yeah. He hit underneath the bed. He hit underneath the table. He hit underneath the bed. And they at the end mm-hmm. and waited till everything was over. And then I don't know. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he should have died. Um, so all right. 
Let's take a look. Let's take a look at our scores. So Unwelcome on IMDb gets a 5.1 with 3,400 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critic score 64% with 45 reviews. Audience score 41% with 100 plus ratings. You gave this again. You hit the 56 mark with it. I gave it a 60 for a total average score of 58. And that takes our number three spot. Yeah. This I this check it out. I don't think it's a matter of masculinity. I think it's more of a matter of only caring about yourself. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I would have thought, you know, because after that first time, you know, he's working on the bag and he seems to be Yeah. Uh, he was seemed to be he seemed to be more masculine or he seemed to be more um combative mm-hmm. that would be the word i would use but then he turned around he still wimped out yeah um this fight know. or flight is flight it's flight it's flight or flight <laughs> yeah. it's not there's no fight or freeze you might freeze um i don't know but yeah. I think you could do better than this movie, but you could do a hell of a lot worse. This is this is probably one that's that's worth looking at. Yeah. All right. So let's go into our number two movie of the week. And that is The Flash. Yeah. So so the Flash is in theaters now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, stars Ezra Miller and stuff like this. There's a lot of controversy behind this, especially with Ezra Miller and the the personal crap that he did. Um, I'm really surprised this movie even got made. Not for what he did, but I mean, for as much rewriting that went into this movie, how many directors, I think they went through like four different directors at one point. Um, I'm just, I'm really surprised we see this movie hit theaters. Mm. It should have came out like eight years ago. This was in pre. This was in production. Think about this. Before the Flash TV show aired, this movie was supposed to come out the year the Flash TV show aired. That's how long this movie's been in production. Wow, isn't that crazy? And they still, and they still hadn't finished some of the CGI and stuff. They they still weren't done. Yeah, and they were like, let's just put it out. Yeah, I mean, I think the director did a great job. Uh, for what he had to work with. Yeah. Self-preservation, Self-preservation. and being selfish. I definitely mm-hmm. saw that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't have a chance to see Flash that. That's okay, brother. Uh, yeah, uh, we won't spoil anything. Um, no. But if you have time, check it out. Um, it's yeah. not a terrible movie. Um, I think the first half is great. If this we don't we don't get a finished Batgirl movie, but but the shoot and edit this to get it out. Fuck Ezra Miller and Warner. Yeah. Well, this, before you say Warner, okay, this was done with the old head of Warner. This was before um, Discovery took it. So Discovery had to do what they had to do because it was they were stuck with it. Um, they, they were hemorrhaging. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Um. The first half of the movie is great. I had fun. I think Ezra Miller, he did a fantastic job playing two versions of himself. Yeah. Um, he's. I think he's a great actor. 
Um, I love he is. him. I think he's a fantastic actor. He's just not a good person. No. Uh, I mean, I hope he gets help. You know, everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. Um, I hope he's truly, honestly getting help. Um, but definitely mm-hmm. check out. Uh, we need to talk about Kevin. I think that's what it's called. And perks of yeah, being a something like that. We we should talk about Kevin or something yeah. like that. That and, that's a tough watch. It but, is. Yeah. It's, it's um, a good movie though. Perks of being a wallflower would be would be my pick of his. Yeah. I think Ezra Miller was fantastic in that. Um, um, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <clears throat> Let me pull up my notes because I have a list of notes for this. Because, like I said, I was going to be on last night. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it more than for what it was. Definitely liked it more than I thought I would. That's good. I didn't. I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, but I me did either. like. So it had a two hundred has a two hundred million dollar budget, and so far it's made one hundred forty two point seven million. And it's okay, been it's, it's been out less than a week. Yeah, it's not going to make its money. Perks is great. I don't think it's going to make its money. Mm-hmm. Perks is great. Yeah, I love Perks of being a wallflower. Um, I it's, it's Andy Muschietti or whatever, something like that. I think yeah. he did a great job for what he was handed. Um, yeah. And he's going to be doing Batman, Batman Brave and Brave the Bold. And yeah. um, I I'm think he's going to do, I think he's going to do good for that. I think it's going to be good. Um, Does a downright brilliant in both perks and Kevin, but yeah, yeah. not a good dude. Yeah. Right. And I, so I, I've got to, I've got to put that aside. Yeah. And I you have to. And I, when I watch this movie, cause mm-hmm. I think, I think a lot of the hate for the movie comes to being hate for him. And, okay, and okay, that, but wait a minute. Let's just put, put a pin in that just for a second. But outside of us and the no, I don't think the general audience knows what Ezra Miller has done. Ask your wife, like, is she in, or would she know who Ezra Miller even is? Like, if you ask my yeah, mom, I'd have to, I'd have to say that the cutest art in Flash. So, so yeah, and I'm, I'm agreeing with you to a point. But everybody knows that he did something wrong. They don't know what he did. I don't even fully know what he did. But but everybody knows he did something wrong. And and you know how cancel culture is these days. That is true. But he wasn't canceled. This dude was never canceled. No. Well, they they had they had talked about it kicking him off of this and refilming the whole show. And, and then they put it, they said, now nah, we, we're, we can't hemorrhage that much money. We're going to go ahead and just yeah. finish it, let him do it. But then, you know, he's, he's out for flash too. Yeah, make no point. He will never be, you know, he will movie. never be flash again. This is, it's over for him. Yeah. Um, I don't care if this movie would have made a billion dollars. No, would not be flash. No. Um, um, and I, and I really, and I'm not going to spoil it, but I think that's why they ended it the way they did. Yeah. yeah, and this was this was in the discussion um, yesterday on on Geeks and Flicks how we talked about um, his his state in the universe and and why they ended it the way that they did. So yeah, uh, so I think more people know than you think. He's been trending on social media platforms and every other day. For, I I agree with that, Dell. And I and I, like I said, I think everybody knows. I don't think not. I don't think everybody knows fully what he did. The whole the whole shebang. Yeah. But I think everybody. I think a lot of people know that he did something wrong, and that they're all canceling him because of that. And I think that's. I think that's a source. A source, not the source, 
but a source of some of the hate that this movie is getting. Um, just like how Will Smith and Emancipation came through. Because yeah, Emancipation is fantastic. It is. But people hated on it right away because it was Will Smith and there was mm-hmm. the whole slap thing at the Oscars to where they've pretty much canceled Will Smith out. Yeah. I, I think he actually had an, a chance for another Oscar nomination. I agree. Um, with Emancipation because it was fantastic. But um, because of what he did, you know, he's now he's blackballed from the Oscars. But I think more than that, I don't think he'll um, get a, you know, I don't think he'll get love for a while. Well, I bet you'll get love with Bad Boys Four. That be- Bad Boys Four will get love, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I don't know if he's going. That might be a turning point for him. That might yeah. help him out. I, I think Look, it will. Because I it's think part what of he did was wrong, but people are acting like he molested somebody. Well, you yeah, people I mean? are at, like he, like oh, he sodomized Chris oh, Rock on the stage, and he didn't. He just yeah. he walked up and he slapped him. I mean, it's yeah. not, um, you know. And then he cussed him out. Now. I, I still thought with my wrestling background, I thought that was mm-hmm. a work. I thought they planned that mm-hmm. um, the way Chris Rock played it off and stuff. And, you know, I, you know, I know now that it wasn't, but it, it behaved like a work to me. It like did. it was like it was staged and I was like, okay, so they're trying to do something cool for the Oscars. But then now, you know, Will Smith's not allowed on the Oscars for like what, 15 years or 10 years. Yeah, or something like he that. won't be in the Oscars for a long time. I, Long time, mm-hmm. um, not even but allowed anyway. in, the, in the arena. But um, I think I'm just going to give my thoughts. Um, my, I'm not a. I'm going record say I am not a Michael Keaton fan as Batman. Um, he does a serviceable job in this. Um, to, I, this is not what sold me on this movie. But there is a Batman in this movie that I absolutely loved. I love seeing Batfleck come back. I think he is the best Batman. I love seeing him just one more time on the Bat Cycle, which was taken from the White uh, Batman, the White Knight. Um, hope, hopefully I can get you to read that sometime. Because that's a fantastic series. He's wearing the blue and gold, or the blue and gray outfit. Oh, I love that. I, I just wish we could get a Batfleck movie. Just straight up Batman movie. Maybe one day. Um, I thought he did good. Yeah. Uh, um, I didn't like the girl that played Iris. She was annoying. I thought she was just. Yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah, she was in um, the Justice League movie. I think it was a Justice League four hour cut or something because she's the same girl that cast. I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't want to spoil the CGI. I know people keep saying about the Speed Force CGI. That's not what bothered me. That was fine, but yeah. when you, but when they're fighting in, they're fighting Zod. Some of that, or when they break Supergirl out of prison, some of that is very video gameish. It, it didn't look very well. Um, it, where this movie falls apart is the last half of the movie. It's, it's terrible. Um, mm. All the cameos. I think the CW did a better job at Infinite Crisis, Infinite Crisis on Infinite Crisis or whatever the hell it's called. Did a better job than the Flash movie did. I, thought, I, I agree with that. I um, think they did. So yeah, 
once Keaton showed up in the film, the film really kicked off for me. I can't stand Ezra Miller's voice or acting. So two of them drove me crazy. But <laughs> it got better when Keaton entered the picture. Um, Evan says flash Easter eggs and all cameos were the best part of the movie. We'll see that for me. Um, Matrix Revolutions level of animation for me. Okay. Um, and I, I'm taking that as a bad thing. So uh, I, I, I agree with all this to a point. Now I, I liked, I liked the first part and I liked the second part, but for totally different reasons. Um, I did not like how they did the whole speed force and the, and the back in time stuff. Yeah. I didn't like that. Um, but I'm, you know, as a four color universe, I'm like, okay, but I thought they did a better job with the time travel stuff in the series that they did here. Yeah. And I think they, I think they could have done a way better job with, with the antagonist. Yeah. Um, I think that should have been something else. Yeah. I think that would have been, you know, you know, reverse flash or whatever. I think, I think the antagonist could have been better. And as soon as I saw what was going on, I knew exactly mm-hmm. who that was. Um, so I actually, I enjoyed the, the whole Zod battle and everything. I didn't like, I didn't like Zod yeah, as the antagonist feel, here. And this, yeah. I, there was, there was no, there was no feel here. There no. was, it was just kind of, Oh, well, let's, there was no let's conviction for him. I think they should have done a different bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. They're trying to kind of replay something yeah. from before they wanted to replay man of steel with something else. But my high point was Supergirl. I, oh, I was loved awesome her in this. character. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. She did a great job acting. Um, yeah. And I, I know this wasn't supposed to be like that, but I really wanted this to be more like Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I would have been happy with that. And and I, I liked Michael Keaton, but I personally wanted Michael Keaton to be Thomas Wayne. <sighs> I didn't, and I, and I'm okay with it either way, mm-hmm. or you know, I, something you know, Ben Affleck or whatever. I wanted Thomas Wayne. I didn't want Bruce, and right. that's kind of a flashpoint thing. I wanted it to be Thomas Wayne. I I ain't gonna lie. I popped when yeah. that person got out of the car. I think that was my. I think that that the best part of that ending, the end of the that back half of the movie. Was mm-hmm. that person? Because I didn't see that coming. Somehow, no, I mean, that, that that was a that was a big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug that. But, but like I said, because of the person you see coming out of the car at the end, you know that that's not the same universe. Yeah, there's, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where you're like, okay, now I know Ezra Miller is not going to be back. Mm-hmm. But I think they could have. They they knew. Their, um, they they knew that Ezra Miller was going to be out, so mm-hmm. why not introduce the new Flash? Or at well, least, I think they don't have him cast yet. I mean, I, yeah, no, I don't think they have him cast either. Um, there's, there's probably no, 
I, I wouldn't mind to. seeing Grant Gustafson. I wouldn't mind seeing the yeah. the guy from the series. I wouldn't mind seeing yeah. him in one of the one of the timelines here because they did this whole the whole yeah. thing with you know you know Adam West and the Supermans and all that. They did this whole thing um, with the timelines. I, I why not put Grant Gustin in there as yeah. as the Flash? And here's the thing: um, <laughs> this uh, superhero can't be Helen Slater good. <laughs> okay. Uh I think you're I think you're in for a treat though, Dell. In more ways than one. But I'm not gonna spoil it for you because you haven't seen it. Oh, oh, you like <laughs> a cameo, Rich. Make up your mind if you like them or don't. Going back to last week. Yeah. I like oh, no, was that Geeks of Flicks. I think it was on Geeks of Flicks I said that. Yeah. yeah, I liked the I like the cameos. I like the throwbacks here. Um I mean, yeah, the CGI wasn't that good. In the first, especially in the first scene with the hospital, but I can I can look past all that. I don't I don't care. Like like the Joss Whedon Justice League. I mean, yeah, the whole lip thing bothered me, but I didn't let that kill the movie for me. So I, you know, I have my I have my concerns all across the board with the CGI, but yeah, that doesn't deter me from the fact that this was this actually a good story. Mm-hmm. It you know it did it's what a story, it, but we've seen yeah at least three times now yeah um, I mean but I'm just gonna go on record this isn't a Barry Allen story they write Barry Allen like he's Wally West um, because yeah Barry Allen is not jokey um, he doesn't make quips like this, this character the Flash does and that's something that bothers me. Um, as soon as I seen Barry Allen in Superman versus Batman and then Justice League, because it, 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 it's not Barry Allen, you might as well just call him Wally West or even Bart Allen. Don't call him Barry because it's not, yeah. But yeah, I, I gave this I originally was going to give this a three, just a three star on Letterboxd, but I gave it a 3.5 because of Ben Affleck. I just love that scene. I think uh, I think the Batman scenes were the best. I didn't like Michael Keaton's all that much because it just I, felt I like, liked I liked Michael Keaton's fight scenes. I I, mean, I, I, dug it, bro. I, I thought those I were didn't really like his cool. dialogue. It just felt <laughs> like he was that's getting nuts. If it, it, it felt very uh, like well, okay, I'm gonna do all my greatest hits. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what it was. It was yeah, a I didn't like it that. was it a bit with the but I kind of like that. I dug it. I know you're not a Michael Keaton fan, but I am. Michael Keaton's my my Batman. Right. And so so this was really cool to me. I just, you know, I didn't I didn't like how that ended. But for you know, yeah. for what it was, it was good. I I was I was a little bit higher as far as as far as what I thought of the movie. But let's let's go to our highlights. So you gave oh, before you do that. I oh. did read an interview with the director. He said the director's cut is four hours. Yeah. And there's like four different endings they filmed for this movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I know for a fact that one of the one of the endings was with um Henry Cavill. Was with yeah, with Henry Cavill and Wonder Woman showing up and Gal mm-hmm. Gadot mm-hmm. in the in the end instead of instead of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then there was a there was another one with with like just the regular, 
with with Batfleck coming mm-hmm. out or something like that. I know I know of at least three, but yeah, they yeah. they must have done some alternate innings. Um, the MCU effect is that every superhero has to be a quippy wise ass unless they are deathly. Right. <laughs> yep. I agree. Uh, Barry Allen is more like 1980s Spider-Man, funny but more serious and detective type stories. I agree with that. Rich, if you speak bad about Keaton, I'm going to get nuts. <laughs> um, all right. Can we go to the highlights now? Yeah, let's go to the highlights. All right. So going to the highlights, you actually gave tens to the cast, the plot, cinematography, and the wild card. Mm-hmm. I gave um, I gave tens to the cast cinematography and wild card uh, but i gave a nine to the plot and then we both had sevens for story and script we both had a six for the acting um music you went six i went eight because I, I i like some of the music um but interesting i i think i think all in all it's a solid film especially yeah. for dc I would I would put it in my top ten DC. Yeah. Um. So, IMDb gives the Flash a seven point three with fifty seven thousand reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critic score sixty six percent with three hundred nineteen reviews and an audience score of eighty four percent. You gave this a 78, and I gave it an 82 for a total average score of 80, and that takes our number two spot. It's a good score. It's a good score. I think it's well-deserved. See, look at that. That's just badass right there. Yeah. Like I said, I, I thought they did the Batman scenes better than the yeah. Flash scenes because then you got this. Yeah. And I hate it. I ain't going to lie. I hated that whole baby thing at the beginning. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, was like, I, I had problems with it, but it was it was funny. I think all in all, if I'm if I'm looking at this, because um, I found myself comparing the speed scenes to Quicksilver and X-Men, because right. I think those are awesome. Mm-hmm. And these did not stack up. Mm-hmm. But I, I get it because in like Days of Future Past, for example, that Quicksilver scene cost more than the entire movie put together. <laughs> that yeah. was the most expensive thing. It cost him like like 28 million just to do that scene mm-hmm. where he's getting everyone out of the house as it's exploding. Mm-hmm. That that cost like 30 million. And the rest of the movie was like half that or something like that. It, it cost like more than the rest of the movie put together. Right. Um, from what I understand. So I, I get it. Um, top 10 all DC movies or DCEU? DCEU. And Not all DC movies. Because I don't think it even comes close to stacking up to the Dark Knights. You, yeah. Um, the baby thing made me so uncomfortable. I wanted it to be. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. Well, just remember if you're going to put your baby in the microwave, just. Make sure it's done. Uh, 
All right, so we've got one more movie, and it's our, our number one movie. Um, and that is Extraction 2. I wasn't sure this was going to beat Flash until I watched it. <laughs> it was way better than Flash. It was it was really good, bro. Now yeah. there, I, okay, there's there's some far fetched stuff here. Oh, of course. But and there's there's one scene that everybody has a problem with, um, and that? it's in the trailer where the where the helicopter's shooting into the train, and he and he's basically turns and he hides and he's hiding behind a ladder. And the gun's oh. not shooting it. And everybody has a problem with that. There's memes all over the internet yeah. about it. Um, but this, so Extraction 2, this is the sequel to the first movie, Extraction. So if you haven't seen it, definitely watch the first one. Because mm-hmm. that's what so you get an idea about the characters. And they're both on Netflix. Um, so it lost my place. So it stars, of course, Chris Helmsworth. Um, there's, there's a few other people, but Chris Helmsworth is like the main draw here as, as the protagonist and basically reads after bravely surviving his grievous wounds from his mission in Dhaka, Bangladesh, Tyler Rake is back, and his team is ready to take on their next mission. And their next mission is to save this mother and her two children from this prison, was they're stuck in prison with their mm-hmm. with the dad, because um, the dad's like a famous Russian mobster or whatever. Um, and he he goes in and extracts the mother and the and the kids, and you know shit happens, things explode, and that's how the movie comes about. So there's there's no real like complication here. It's it's a one man army movie, is what yeah. it is. Done well. Yeah. Extraction two was better than the yes. first one. Totally agree. I did like the first one though. First yeah. one was fun. Haven't seen this one yet. Definitely do. Um, that. There was story and acting not just action the whole time. Exactly. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that they actually did more with the story here than they did with the first one. And Chris the first one is just, he, you know, he's just fighting, fighting, fighting. And you're like, okay, cool. But I mean, I actually thought at the end of the first one that he was dead and there was not going to be a sequel. <laughs> yeah. He would, he was dead. He but, was dead. But they, you know, they play it off like Fast and the Furious to where, oh, no, he wasn't actually dead. He was clinging <laughs> on to life. He was clinging to life. He did die for a, like four minutes. <laughs> and then we brought him back. But, you know, something drove him to come back and he needs to find out what that was. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the lines from the movie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but I got to say, and I, I hate to butcher her name, but her name is... Golshifta Farahani. His partner. His partner, the girl. Mm-hmm. She was awesome. She was. In this. And she is beautiful. She is. Now, she was in the first movie, but I can't say that I remember her from the first she, movie. I think she was on the other side of the bridge. Yeah. Um, but her her and her brother. 
mm-hmm. um, who are also who are now main characters in this yeah. movie, were in the first movie. Because so I think I they gave, were talking I, over the radio. Yeah, I gave points to the cast because of that. Because I I was like, oh shoot, these two were in the first movie, but I don't remember them as anything more than just like sub characters. Right. They really had more to do here. And um, and the girl, uh, she was amazing. I I thought mm-hmm. she would. She kind of stole the show for me. I thought she was probably the biggest surprise here. And she really she really caught my eye when she was like talking to him and stuff. When they actually started getting into the story, I was like, oh wow, she's in love with this guy. Oh yeah, she is absolutely in love with him, and she will do anything for him. But he doesn't see it. He's completely oblivious mm-hmm. to it, to the fact. And they really, they really touch on that here, but they never say it. You just, you can feel it. You can, you can. Well, sense doesn't it. the the gangsters bring it up? Yeah, something like you know, oh, your girlfriend, blah blah blah. Because mm-hmm. they saw it. Because she just yeah. showed up at yeah. the end, and he was like, "No, stay here. I'm going to be Thor." Blah blah blah. <laughs> and, um, right. But I don't know the the action scenes, and I got to I got to tell you. So there's, you, you guys, there is a long shot action scene here that goes over 21 minutes, and it's part with the train and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole prison break thing is one long shot. Yeah, and it's it's fucking awesome. It's one it of is. the best action scenes I have ever seen. Remember, guys, this is a Netflix movie. This is a Netflix movie. Yeah. This didn't. This could have been in the theater. I, I would have watched. It. I would have watched. The Russo it brothers the made that deal. Yeah. And I, and I think because the first one was straight to Netflix, I think this one could have been. This one could have been in the theater. This yeah. one. I think the first one money. could have been in the theater too. Yeah, I think the first one could have been in the theater. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have made as much money. But I think because the first extraction was a, an actual good draw for Netflix. Mm-hmm. That this one could have been on the big screen. Yeah, I think there was enough budget to it. Oh yeah. Um, even though I couldn't find a budget on it because it was straight to Netflix. I didn't want to punch that kid in the face though. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, the the older brother. Yes. Yeah. Stupid ass. Sometimes you, 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 you kind of knew it was gonna happen because he's still like devoted to his dad and yeah. blah blah. Um. And we you know without that there wouldn't have been that extra confrontation. That's true. Um, but the, yeah, I really, I really dug, and this is why I like this better than the flash. I thought, I thought they really did a good job with the story and the script here. I thought they did Mm -hmm. the action is top notch. I rolled my eyes um, in the flash. This exactly. I didn't roll my eyes. Spicy goes instead of extraction two in theaters, we got consecration, right? <laughs> no consecration, shit. consecration, and unwelcome go to the theater, but not this. Yeah, and this was ten times better. Oh yeah. Um, here, scores. It's, dude. I, I, I love this movie. This was a, this was a lot of fun. Um. This might this might mean my my streaming nomination for the Lowdown Awards. That's what I was thinking too. It's gonna be it's gonna be really close. Or hunger. I, I, it's tough. Hunger's hunger's right there. I think because uh-huh. I think you know you're gonna pick one of those and I'll pick the other one. 
That's mm-hmm. I think where we're gonna go with it. Unless there's something that comes out and blows our blows us away. Yeah, this is this is one that definitely blew blew me away for sure. I was just like, man, that was good. Yeah. I did not expect it. I was smiling when I was watching this the yeah. whole time. So yeah, and who picked this? You did. <laughs> I just wanna <laughs> just wanna make sure that I don't pick just stinkers. <laughs> Yeah, this needs a physical release. Absolutely, yeah. I would love a two pack here. Yeah, give me extraction 4K. one and extraction two on 4K. I would buy that shit with Dolby, with Dolby Atmos. Better mm-hmm. be, yeah. Give me that sound because the gunfire in here was mm-hmm. amazing. It sounded great on stuff. Netflix. Yeah. Oh man, it sounded great on Netflix. Yeah. And those those helicopters and stuff were going. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you could hear it behind uh-huh. you. I was like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the, the sound in here was awesome. It I, was. I I can't say enough about this. This was a this is a kick-ass movie. This is the one out of all five to see this movie. <laughs> Rich picked this, Dave only picks garbage. All right, Nate. <laughs> I see you. So, Nate, you were giving me a hard time about liking this movie. Remember I said I like this more in Flash? Remember that, Nate? This is a good movie. <laughs> Rich did not pick this. I picked I this. I did not pick this movie. I did pick consecration and I feel bad. I've, I feel bad. I did pick unwelcome. I don't feel as bad about that. No, unwelcome. It was, it's worth a watch. Yeah. But, um, this was okay. Oh, Nate. All right. You like the Indiana Jones movies. (laughs) I know that was that dude in the hat and the whip. Who cares? Um, You can fast forward anytime the action stops and you'll be fine. No. I love I love all the ball breaking on these streams. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta bust my balls? Right. Um, but <laughs> Nate comes on and it's just a whole bunch of haterade, is all it yeah. is. Fucking Nate. But you know, Nate's picking on me, Evan's picking on you. What kind of show are we doing here? That's <laughs> um, the faces for radio. That's what we're doing. That's right. Um, I love that name. So, yeah, guys, I don't know what I don't know what else to say about this movie. I like the Russos did a great job writing it. They did. And um, uh, Sam Hargrave directed it, and I thought it was solid. But did you know, the Russos direct or write? Would you say they wrote this? Right? They wrote this. Okay. Now, what was that movie with? Captain America and Ken from the Barbie movie um, that you like so much. It was a Netflix movie, I think. Oh, Gray Man. Yeah. Yeah. Was that directed or written by? I know the Russos were involved in that, yeah. Yeah. Because I think this is the first Russo movie I've enjoyed since Endgame. Like actually enjoy. I, I want to watch this again. Yeah. The. Yeah, they directed and wrote it. Joe Russo wrote it, but Anthony and Joe both directed it. I see. I didn't like the Green Man, right? Gray Man. Gray Man. Yeah. I see. I didn't like that one. And what was the one before that they did? Oh hell, I don't know. There was a string of movies. I was like, oof, man. Was it the characters that? Made the big names. I know they did Endgame. Yeah, they did 
What was what a soldier? Um, director was a Gray Man, Cherry, Avengers Endgame. That's Joe Russo. I don't know if Anthony did something else. That Cherry was the uh, uh, Spider Man movie. Producing, they produced the series Citadel, which I'm liking. Everything, everywhere, all at once. They produced that. I forgot about that. Meow. It's okay, buddy. Um, okay. Those of you who turned in late, that's Godzilla. That's that is my Godzilla. Um, Got my son a kitten. He wanted. He loves Godzilla, so he wanted to name his cat Godzilla. Uh, let's see. Okay. So my says Dave sucks. Mo Rich sucks. No, they both suck. <laughs> Thanks. Um, don't you go picking on Indy Rich. <laughs> I'm going to like number five. Um, yeah, switch to radio so we don't have to see the Cardinals jersey. Oh, oh I love it. Oh, um, man. <laughs> Gray Man. I enjoyed Gray Man and Old Old Guard. Yeah, I Gray like Man was okay. Yeah, Old Old Guard. Just saying, action films on Netflix that is watchable. I like Old Guard. I like I'm old- for the sequel for Old yeah, Guard. Yeah, the comic was good. Yeah. I'm I'm digging on that. I was digging on that movie. Yeah. Um. Very, you know, Shit. very Highlander-ish with the immortal stuff, and I've not dug it. I thought it was really yeah. cool. All right, so let's go to our highlights on Extraction Two. It's a lot of tens for me. A lot of tens for you. I, I gave a few tens, but um, so you gave tens to the plot, the ending, cinematography, direction, and wild card. Mm-hmm. I gave tens to cast, ending, and wild card, and then I gave a nine to cinematography and a nine to plot. We both gave eights to the acting, and it was more for me. It was more of the subordinate characters than Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, uh, in particular the girl. She I thought good. she. I thought she was amazing. Um, and the brother was good. And, I, and I like the kids. The kids did a good job, even uh-huh. though the boy was a little douchebag. Yeah, I wanted to punch him. But that's what he was supposed to do. Um, And then, you know, you get Olga Kurenko, who shows up at the end as yeah. the ex-wife. Um, And I, I love her as mm-hmm. Taskmaster in Black Widow. And, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's one of my favorites, but she never really does anything like full on. She did The Courier. And I can't. I think Stanley Tucci stars with it, with her on that, but I can't remember. But um, that one was pretty good. Was like, he only directed like five movies, um, two Cat movies, two Avengers, and Gray Man. I enjoyed the Old Guard. Kitten noises are confusing my dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Lesson we have learned tonight: Rich can see movies and not put it in his top five. Oh damn. I don't know. This might make his top five. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, top seven. Top seven. <laughs> um, yeah, Rich's top five is now at 15, you guys. So Yes. Um, Smart asses. <laughs> Smart like I said ass. in the chat earlier, you're all assholes. That's all I'm you're saying. all assholes. Especially when we keep booting them off the streams. Oh, you don't want to be an indie? Fine. Out. Yeah. Um, I died laughing. I was so funny. That was hilarious. Um, All right, so let's go to our scores. Oh, I got some pictures for some shots from the movie. See, he was better in this than he was in fucking Thor. 
I agree. And he's even taking shots at four now. And this is um, this is part of that long shot. And I think the that long shot was just fantastic how they did it. Uh, um, Nate says band, <laughs> top five assholes. There we go. <laughs> yeah, but we're your assholes. That's true. <laughs> I'm I'm glad to take your place in the indie stream, Rich. Uh, <laughs> Turner band. Seconds. Oh damn, that's good. That's good, Nate. Nice, nice. That's good. Um, yeah. All right. So, IMDb gives Extraction Two a seven point two with forty six thousand reviews. Rotten Tomatoes critics score seventy seven percent with one hundred and ten reviews. Audience score eighty eight percent with a thousand plus reviews. This this absolutely should have been in the theater. Mm-hmm. Rich, you and I both gave this an eighty-four. Really? Yep. Oh, that's funny. And it takes our top spot for the week. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is. It's yeah, definitely my favorite of the week. I mean, I liked Flash, but this is my favorite of the Flash week okay. for sure. Flash was good. I thought Flash was good. Uh, I'm I'm glad my wow. ticket was free and I only had to pay five bucks for my wife. But yeah, I didn't have to pay. Um, I, I'll buy it when it comes out. I'll wait until it goes on sale. Yeah. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy Steelbook that's coming out? Yeah. I will admit, that is a nice look. Ow, this is a nice looking steelbook. Stupid cat. Even the slipcover looks nice. I'm excited to, for Nate's top five Wes Anderson yes. movies list. Oh, that movie just looks terrible. I'm, there's only, I only have one Wes Anderson movie on my top five Wes Anderson movies. What is that? There's only one. There's only one Wes Anderson movie that I've ever liked, and that's Life Aquatic. Uh, nope. I can't uh-huh. stand Wes Anderson. Neither can I. I. I can't stand, I can't stand his movies. I can't stand the Coen brothers. Um, I have real yeah. problems with those. I don't know why, but Coen Brothers, I like Burn After Reading, and it, and that's it. It's I don't think I've ever seen that. It's really weird. A Turner fan needs some ice for all of those burners. <laughs> it's okay. It's ice right here, one for each bird. Mm, like, I can take it. Uh, he can take it. He's got it. All I'm right. Mexican. Well, that's People the show. Grow up in, in um, harsh households. Yep. Um, I don't know. It was it was an interesting week. Not the it best was. week. No. Um, interesting watches. I like I said two that I would well three that I would watch again because I'd watch yeah. Unwelcome again. Uh, I, and I I'd probably watch Consecration again, but it would be it'll be a while. It, it just I, I did like that better out of those three as far as quality goes, but. Um, but I think Unwelcome was probably the one I'd pick. I'd watch again. Yeah, out of those back three, I would. Yeah. So I'm glad so it actually week. took the third spot. Yeah. Next. Yeah, week, what have we got next week, bro? Next Wednesday, we have Kandahar, which was just in theaters. Yep. Um, Brooklyn 45, which is on Shutter. On Shutter. Man from Toronto, which hits. It's been out for a while, but it's just now coming out on Blu-ray, right? Right. It's been on Netflix for a while, but yeah, yeah it, it just hit 
It just hit physical release last week. Yeah, we're going to be um, reviewing that. Yeah. Tantina on Netflix. Yeah. And then The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster, which is on Shudder also. Yeah. And that's our five movies for next week. That's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I actually like Wes Anderson, but hate Life Aquatic. See? <laughs> All movies are subjective, Dell. I totally, yes. I totally get it. But yeah, I'm I'm exactly the opposite. I hate Wes Anderson, but I like Life Aquatic, and I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, y'all are crazy. I like Wes Anderson. <laughs> I like Wes Anderson movies, but let's be honest, he's not very creative. They're all the same type of movies, right? Yeah. That's the problem I have. They're all the mm-hmm. same. If you haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom, it's pretty accessible. Wes Anderson. I'll take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. Put a pin in that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, next week's going to be a good show. And you guys remember um, next Thursday is going to be our se- our season finale of Sesame Street Top 10. We're going to do our last episode of Alphabet Soup where we took all our remaining letters and the number. We picked a movie from each one. Oof. And it's going to be a top 20. So it's going to be a major be a long, show. Yeah, it's going to be a long show. It's going to be a major show, but we are going to try to whip through mm-hmm. like the, the, the second half of it and just focus on the top 10. Yeah. Um, so the ones that were eliminated, I'm just going to pour out, throw them away, and then we'll mm-hmm. very quickly go 20 to 10. And then the top 10 we'll actually talk more about. Yeah. So bear with us. Enjoy. It's a, yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. It's a, I was it's interesting. I I got through the scores and I did all the math and everything, and it's interesting what our number one is. I didn't expect it. How close I was? I was really surprised at our number one. I really was. Really? Yeah. No, I can't wait to. It was not what I. See, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the 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 order placement. David doesn't tell me. I I come in being. I I surprise him with all that. So he, I mean, he has his numbers, Mm -hmm. but he doesn't see my numbers. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, I do all the math and put it all together. So yeah, it's all in the spreadsheet ready to go. And I've already done the intro and outro and everything's done. I even did, um, I even did pictures with the scores. Oh, so shit. the scores are on you it. So yeah, I, I actually really went all out this time. You did for the season finale. For the season um, finale. I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, he's excited for. We're not even supposed to be watching this today. Tomorrow. Um, that'll yep. be fun. Um, it's going to be Chasing Amy, one of my all-time favorites. Um, David loves that movie, too. Just joking. Bullshit. <laughs> no, um, um, so by the numbers, um, we're going to be kicking off a new season after our two-week break, right? Yeah. So, you, so you guys, our shows on the 5th of July and the 12th of July are going to be recorded. Um, and they will drop around the same time. So you can watch them anytime you want. Um, but we will not, will not do those live yeah. or recording those beforehand. And then I have, I'm going to have them scheduled to drop on the Wednesday nights. And then we will be back on the 19th, 17th. Yeah. That's going to be a loaded show because our picks 19th. for, we will back on the 19th of July. And that's when we're going to hit all Oof. the, all the theatrical releases that are coming mm-hmm. out while we're gone. Like Indiana Jones, we're gonna look at Joyride, Indy um, Five, 
Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible, Dark Insidious, Reckoning, Insidious, Red, Red Door. And, and Bird, Box. Bird Box. Bird Box. Bird Box, Barcelona. Yeah. Um, is going to be our one streaming one that we're going to look at. Um, so that's going to be a loaded show on the 19th, you guys. And that will be our first live show back. Yeah. For now, season question, two. Do okay. I? I've only seen the first Insidious. Do I need to watch all the other Insidiouses to watch Insidious the Red Door? I don't know. Um, I would definitely watch the second one. Isn't the one like a key or some shit? No, that's the third one, I think. The third no, the fourth one is the lost key. Oh, there's four of these motherfuckers? There's four other there's there's four. This is gonna be the fifth one. Oh wow. Um, so the lost key is the fourth one and that's kind of a prequel or something. And then there's a third one with the smoke demon or whatever the hell it was. Um, I don't think those, I don't think you'll need those two, but I think you'll need the second one because the red door is kind of focusing on the, the demon and stuff from the first movie. So, okay. so those, I, need to revisit. I think maybe one and two will be, will be good. Um, Mike's got to head out. Thank you for joining us, Mike. Thank you guys for sharing my posts about the podcast. No problem, brother. We we will support you, you know, as often as we can. Mm -hmm. Um, Dell, thank you so much, brother. Thank Thank you, Dell. Really appreciate you being on, and we'll see you guys later. Um, We're just about to get off here too. Um, But yeah, without I haven't seen the Red Door. I've seen the trailer for it, and I really like the trailer. But it seems it seems to mainly focus on the demon from the first movie. So. If I, I think you could get by with just the first movie, but I might, uh, I might say probably watch the second one. Okay, I will. Um, to get more about the Black Bride. Okay. Because I, I think I think she's going to be involved, or he. Um. But maybe not. I, I think the first one will get will be fine though. I I just don't I don't know how much of the rest of them you'll you'll have to see because it's just the the lost key is. The Lost Key and the other one, those are kind of different stories. Um, so I don't think you need those. Okay. I'll just uh, check the first two ones out. and check then the first, Check the first and second one out. I, I'll yeah. go back through and I'll watch the third and fourth one and see. Um, but from what I remember, I know one of them is a prequel, which mainly focuses on the, the psychic lady. And I don't think you need that. And I think that was Lost Key. And then the other one was kind of a different story. So I don't think you need that. I don't think you need three and four. Okay. But I would I would definitely do the first two. Oh, yeah. I will check those out, man. So that's really uh, it, man. We're good. Yep. All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, again, I want to thank you guys for watching us live. And also thank everybody for watching us on the replay. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Nate agrees. Three and four are prequels. Thanks, Nate. For thank you, Nate. That. Uh, I really agree with that. Thanks, Harrison. I appreciate Thank that, you. brother. Um, so, yeah, tune in next week. So we're back on Wednesday next week, 6.30 Pacific, 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern for episode 25. Wow. We'll buy the numbers. Um, and then, again, we're going to do two recorded shows, and then we're back live on the 19th mm-hmm. of July. Um. And then we have our Sesame Street Top 10 season finale coming up on the 29th, next Thursday. And again, that's going to be 6.30.
Pacific, 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. And we're gonna, I'm going to try to keep it under two hours, but I'm not going to hold my breath on it. Because this one went 145, 146. And we did five movies. Yeah. So our, our, top, ten, our top tens usually go two hours. Yeah, so I, we're probably gonna go three hours. I might guess. Mike, we, I think we'll probably go three, but I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to whip through the, yeah. to like the last fourteen, and so we're just focusing on the top ten. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll see how that it's goes. A lot of movies, yeah. man. It's a lot of movies and great movies too. The scores mm-hmm. are amazing on yeah. these. So it's awesome. All right, well, you see, we got out of here, bro. Let's go. All Thank right. you for watching, guys. Appreciate really you guys. Appreciate Take care. God bless. Be safe, watch movies, and we'll see you next time on the Faces for Radio. Love that.